this is the Empowering Health Podcast. If you're a female living with type 1 diabetes and you care about your health, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Andy Balog, and I specialize in helping women just like you navigate all things nutrition, exercise, sleep, and blood sugars so you can feel confident and in control in your body and your life with T1D. Let's go. Hey, and welcome to another Q&A episode of the Empowering Health Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. This question comes from Carly over on Instagram. And if you want to ask a question to be answered in future episodes, make sure you use the link in the show notes below, or you can go to empoweringhealth.com.au and click podcast, and you will find a form to fill out, and that will basically submit it to me, and then I will answer your question live in one of the future episodes. And Carly asks, should you eat or take insulin before working out, and does taking insulin before working out affect weight loss results? So this is a super interesting question and I understand where the concern is coming from. So the large majority of us have unfortunately been misinformed about the nature of insulin and the nature of weight gain and weight loss. Firstly, it's really important to note that you do not gain or lose fat within the space of a day. It takes a significant amount of calories before your body starts adapting toward storing more calories as fat. And it also takes repetitive high amounts of calories for that to happen. It's approximately 7,000 calories if we're going to try and be specific, which is equivalent to more than two days worth of eating for most average people. And studies vary on this, but Research published in the American Journal of Physiology, Endocrinology and Metabolism suggests that an occasional or short-term higher calorie intake did not affect key health markers. So in this study, those who ate 1,000 extra calories a day for five days, so that's 5,000 extra calories altogether, did not lead to any significant changes in weight, fat mass or fasting blood sugar levels. But chronic overeating, so eating 1,000 extra calories a day over the course of a month was linked to a fat mass increase of about one and a half kilos, as well as increases in blood sugar. Now, obviously, this also varies person to person, depends on what you're eating and things like that. But this is just what the results of the study were. And it gives you an average idea that it does take time for this to happen. Your body does take time to adapt up and down when it comes to weight, body fat loss, muscle gain, things like that. But if we're being realistic, the most common way that we gain body fat as a society, you know, with the average person is over an extended amount of time. We're talking months and years of a smaller calorie increase each day. So you don't necessarily have to be overeating by 1000 calories each day, which is actually quite significant. And if you know, if you actually took a look for one day, you would notice where that 1000 calories is coming from. What actually happens is a little bit more sneaky. You could just be overeating by 200 to 300 calories a day. And even 100 calories a day over time does add up. Um, We're talking things like if you're in Australia, three Tim Tams, anywhere in the world, cubes of cheese that might be sitting in your salad, the oil that you're cooking with, even just as much as two tablespoons over the course of the day, which adds up very quickly when you're not measuring it out. You're just pouring it straight out of the bottle. I do this, you know, and it's very, um, hard to tell how much you're actually using a larger scoop of rice than normal. 
a handful of nuts or almonds to be specific would equal about uh, 300 calories, depending on if like, again, it depends on how much actually weighs out to, but only 50 grams of nuts, for example, will be about 300 calories. It's not much at all. So, and I would actually encourage you to try this out. Um, to see how much calories are actually in different kinds of foods that you might not even notice are there. And these are, again, it could be healthy foods like nuts are fantastic for your health, but they do contain a large amount of calories. So to clarify, it doesn't matter when in the day you eat or don't eat, you will not gain more or less weight if you eat more in the morning versus before a workout versus before bed. So no, it doesn't take away from your workout or your ability to lose weight if you take um, if you eat right before a workout as opposed to not eating. It makes no difference. So fasted workout, if you prefer that, do that. If you prefer to eat something before your workout, do that. It does not make any significant difference. On the other hand, insulin works in a similar way. It's more to do with your overall insulin use versus when you're taking it throughout the day. If you have to correct a high blood sugar or take insulin for eating before a workout, you won't lose any less weight than a person who doesn't take any insulin before a workout, judging by the total amounts of insulin over the course of the day, over the course of weeks, months, etc. That's generally what makes the biggest difference is the overall use of insulin as well as many other factors, including and most importantly, your total calorie intake. Overall insulin use does have an impact on fat storage and fat gain, but the answer isn't to use less insulin and hope that you'll lose weight. Instead, the goal is to lose weight and more specifically body fat in order to increase your insulin sensitivity and therefore be able to take less insulin overall, therefore leading to further weight loss and easier weight maintenance long term. So if you're wanting to learn more about what really might be holding you back from weight loss, I'd recommend you listen to episode seven, 12 and 28 of this podcast, which I'll link in the show notes for you below. And then if you're ready to dive deeper with me and want one-on-one guidance to lose weight and get confident in your body with type 1 diabetes, blood sugars, then click the link in the show notes that says apply for one-on-one coaching to work with me in my five-month coaching program. If you are committed, you're a go-getter, you're really ready to start working on these goals, that program is for you. And that's it for today and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. If this podcast has inspired you and you're ready for change, you can apply to work with me by clicking the link in the show notes or go to empoweringhealth.com.au and click apply for coaching. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star review and share it with other T1Ds you know so I can continue to help others. You can also find me on Instagram at the T1D Nutritionist and I'll catch you in the next episode.